Hi, and welcome to the Grove Podcast. I'm Matt Battiali, your host. In these episodes, we try and bring you companies and people and discussions that we at Mangrove Investor feel are important. These are the parts of the business world that maybe you don't see every day. So we try and highlight nonprofits, private companies, and even some public companies and show you the good that they're doing. So sit back and enjoy this episode. And thanks very much for listening. Hi, and welcome to the Grove Pod. I am Matt Battiali, your host. I hope you guys are having a great week. Um, we're going to kick the Grove Podcast series off with a story about greenwashing. And this comes from the Wall Street Journal. I'll put a link to the essay below. Hey, before I get into this too far, though, I really, it's the first one of these. We think this is a really important topic. Uh, I'd love to get, you know, a like. I'd love to get you to subscribe to the pod so you don't miss any of these and comments because we're wide open right now. Um, lots of ideas swirling around, but I'd love to know what you'd like to hear about on the topics of sustainable investing. So, all right, without further ado, let's jump into the Wall Street Journal article and I'll put a link to this below. Like I said, the headline reads, U.S. authorities are probing Deutsche Bank's DWS over sustainability claims. And basically, a Deutsche Bank whistleblower came uh, to the SEC and said, hey, all these funds that Deutsche Bank is selling with a sustainability wrapper, <laughs> they're all a load of crap. And I found this to be really interesting because they must have been fairly egregious uh, if the SEC is going after them for this label. And the reason I say that is sustainability is a difficult thing to quantify, right? Uh, when you, it's easy to do a, a, a fund around a sector, right? Because if a company makes steel and you want a steel-related fund, you just that's easy, right? But sustainability practices um, are are a lot harder to put numbers on, and so it's much harder to put them in a fund. And so, for this to be a, a federal case, as it were, about uh, a about a giant investment bank that's not doing the right thing when it comes to sustainability, this must be pretty egregious, must be pretty bad. So we're going to wait and see how this case turns out. But this is called greenwashing, and I've written about this before, and I'll put a link to the latest essay that we wrote on greenwashing in the notes as well. Greenwashing is basically when you take a company that has really nothing to do, no sustainable practices, um, but you maybe drop them into a fund that's called a sustainable fund, then suddenly this company uh, becomes acceptable to investors. They buy the fund, the fund invests in the individual company, and now you have money that was earmarked for sustainable companies going into the shares of a company that has nothing to do with it. And we see this all the time, especially in some of these um, the ETFs that are really being marketed heavily as sustainable ETFs. What you find is um, you know, they'll have 150 companies, 175 companies in the fund, and as you go through them, you'll come across some that are like, mm, I'm not sure that this giant oil company with a legacy of oil spills and broken pipelines and explosions really belongs in a sustainability fund. <laughs> and, and also what you'll see is uh, some of these funds are really, they're just like a NASDAQ 100 uh, in a sustainability wrapper. You can almost go one for one company to company you know what are the top companies in the nasdaq 
what are the top companies in this sustainability fund? And that's a head scratcher. You're like, do all these companies really do so well? And the answer is no. But look, the big banks are in it for the money. That's what they're there for right? And there are literally trillions of dollars moving into the sustainability space all around the world. And so when you want to capture um, like endowments from some of the major universities or some of the giant nonprofits, they're all looking for investments and they all want to get out of fossil fuels. So this money that was in fossil fuels has to go somewhere these uh, these marketers at the big investment banks are like, well, why don't we just make a sustainability fund? And they go to Jimmy in research and they say, Jimmy, give me a sustainability fund. And and Jimmy says, well, what, what are your criteria? And the marketer says, I don't care. Just give me the sustainability fund so that I can sell it and make my commission. And... In this case, in Deutsche Bank's case, what's alleged is that Jimmy didn't do anything. And so, or maybe they, maybe the marketing oversold what Jimmy was actually able to do. And that's a problem. And it's rampant in the industry right now because there's an awful lot of money rolling around in this sector. Uh, and when, when you have this kind of hot money and you have people who are guiding that money into investments, not doing a good job with due diligence... You have marketers that really just want the sale. You know what I mean? And so for us, like if it matters to you how you invest your money, be very careful about these exchange traded funds or these big funds that are being offered, whether you're a family office and you're doing uh, specific funds through an investment bank, or if you're an individual investor buying ETFs, Really do your homework because there, there's a lot of, let's not say fraud, <laughs> let's just say uh, bending the definition or really stretching the definition of sustainability uh, till it screams. Uh, and, and in this case, that's really the premise behind what we're doing here at The Grove and what we're doing with Mangrove Investor. And that is, there's a lot more research that needs to be done. Uh, and we want to do it and we want to do it for you. And so in this case, what I'd like to do is, is um, find individual companies that we can hold up from a, a financial analysis point of view and say, this stock is going to go up in value, we believe, um, and based on X, Y, and Z criteria. Oh, and here's the sustainable aspect of it. You know, here's the, here's the part where they do good um, and we have to figure out what, um, you know, what is the good that they're doing? Maybe they have a, maybe they've done a great job of hiring uh, folks for their board of directors or their or their management team. Where instead of, uh, and this is so so common, I see this all the time. Hey, we're looking for a director. I went to school with Jim. He's a good guy. He'd be a great fit. Uh, you know. Or, hey, I went out with Kevin and had drinks the other night. He's available. Oh, we have a board seat open. You think I'm kidding, but I'm not. And so that's how come you get these homogenized boards. Uh, and and actually, you, you know, you, you're not hiring the best people uh, for governance. You're just, you know, it's, it's who you know, not necessarily what you know, right? Uh, and so 
when you go out and you have a diverse board and you actually have to go out and look for these candidates, it costs you money, it costs you time. Uh, and so the companies that are doing that are actually doing it the right way and they're getting the best candidates. The other thing that you see often is how do you, how do you um, quantify social engagement? Like, is it the, the amount of money that one of these companies donates in a year? Uh, is it an actual engagement? Do they have either, uh, do they hire someone to do social engagement with the, the people that they're impacting? Or it, it, do they have actually a, a person on staff that, whose job is the social side of things? Um, I've seen some really, really good companies uh, at this. Um, Rainier comes to mind. Rainier is a big, um, they basically grow pine trees like corn. And they get a bad rap uh, from a social side or from an environmental side because they plant these acres and acres and acres of monoculture pine trees. They cut them down and they ship them to mills and they turn it into oh, all kinds of stuff. Everything from the absorbent material in baby diapers to toilet paper, right? Um, if, you, if you think about a, a, a company that cuts down trees it's immediately a bad company in in a lot of people's minds right but in this case it's basically slow corn and the 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 land that they're growing this this these pine trees on really isn't going to be useful for much in fact the big uh the big knock on rainier and you can't really blame them for this is that a lot of this land that they were growing pine trees on is more valuable as housing now than it is um than it is growing pine trees and so they've they've converted a lot of this stuff into housing developments so it's even you know from a land use point of view they they're going the wrong way environmentally um but from a social point of view uh they do a lot of work in the community they don't just give money they actually do a lot of of uh of work with um, scholarships and they engage in the community they give a lot of money so you know from that point of view that's that's all right. They get a they get a plus there. So you understand how hard it is to quantify this stuff. Like, how do you put a number value on uh, a company that was growing pine trees and now they're building houses? How do you quantify that from a good or bad slider, right? Uh, versus the the work that they do in the community. So that's why a lot of these big investment banks are kind of sneaking companies into their ETFs, right? Uh, eh, you know, I can make a case for this. I can make a case for that. So at Mangrove Investor, what we're trying to do is uh, do a deep dive in an individual company, right? Uh, and every month we'll do that. Um, we'll give you a new investment idea. We'll go into the, the, uh, the finances of the company. We'll do the investment criteria from a, a, a kind of a macro point of view. And we'll lay out what what these companies are doing for the good and areas maybe where they could use a little more help. And the kind of cool thing is your investment dollars are votes, whether you like that or not. When you go long a stock, when you buy shares of a company, you are doing a lot of things for that company, um, including allowing them to raise money when they need to at a higher share price, um, when you can get them... Uh, put into certain um, um, indices, which elevates their brand, 
it raises the share price. Uh, so it does good for these these companies. In fact, in a lot of cases, um, the share price is tied to compensation for management also, right? So as you buy these companies and you help push the share price up, there are, there are kind of second and third order impacts on these companies that you should be aware of, right? So in that regard, we, we're taking a different approach to investing. Uh, to me, investing isn't about a poker game. And I'm never all in on one stock, right? That's just not, that's gambling. I got to put a couple kids through college. Uh, I'm in this for the long haul. Uh, and I'm, in, I'm, I'm interested in finding companies that are in the right place in a long-term trend, um, meet our sustainable or our for the good criteria. Uh, and there's no BS, right? I don't, I don't want greenwashing. <laughs> I want to know, I want to look these people in the eye and know that when they tell me what they're doing, uh, I can believe them. You know, trust, but verify. And that gets all the way back to these giant investment banks and what they're doing. You know, just be very, very careful, you know, and we'll follow this Deutsche Bank story. And I suspect, you know, as with any story where you turn the lights on and you see a cockroach, there's never just one cockroach. So I expect to see a lot more of this coming out. So with that, thanks very much for watching. I'm Matt Batty Alley. This was the very first Grove Pod. Well, look at that. You made it to the end. Thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the podcast, uh, and we're going to have a lot more coming. You need to sign up and become part of the Grove. Give us your email address, and we'll make sure you're notified anytime there's a new podcast coming down the pike. Have a great day.